This is the Amateur Fanboy Podcast with your hosts, Chase Aguirre and Mike Urtaza. Today is Thursday, February 21st. It's about 3 o'clock Western Coast time. Uh, let's start talking today on in the sports world with Zion Williamson. Uh, crazy injury that he had. Uh, went through his shoe. Uh, just came out a couple minutes ago before we started recording this podcast that it was only a grade one sprain. Uh, so he's day to day. So that's a sigh of relief. But uh, I'll let Mike start on this because uh, I got a lot to say. So go ahead, Mike. I don't got much. I think this helps him. Um, I think his draft stock can't go any higher, and I think this helps him with any shoe deal that he signs. It's gonna. He has some sort of, you know, Zion can't be, you know, can't big cap, you know, his shoe can't even control Zion. So he's just a massive dude. Uh, it's tough to see him. You know, thirty seconds into the game, you know, he's already out. So I'm not sure if he'll come back for a season. I hope he does. I want to see him in March Madness and see how how. You know, as a fan, I'd like to see him, but you know, of course, I know we all want to see I know, him as fans. But my if he hold on, hold on, you keep going, you keep going. I'm Although okay. I understand Zion, if if he if he doesn't and he uh, if he holds out, he does, he doesn't need to play anymore. He already you know coming into the season, he was a top five prospect, but he wasn't the number one prospect going into the season. Playing twenty six games, he's or thirty games, he's already you know put himself down as the number one pick. So. I think if he doesn't want to play rest of the year, that's that's fine. I think um, you know it wouldn't surprise me. Um, also, wouldn't surprise me if he did come back, and I'd love to see him come back and you know get get the national championship, go through March Madness. It'd be fun to see him. Go for it. All right. So where do I begin? First off, we talked about this on the podcast yesterday. You, NCAA, NCAA has got to pay their players, and literally not even a day after we bring that up. Lo and behold, Zion Williamson almost possibly ended the, any chance he had of being drafted number one overall. Luckily, it's a day-to-day sprain, but if that had been torn Achilles, torn knee, out for the year, he immediately falls out of the probably the top ten. So, at the end of the day, you're, he's going to have to weigh his pros and cons, but if I were him, I would never play another college fo- football, college basketball game until the next game you would see him in is Summer League with the, whatever team gets him in the draft. That is the next time you should see Zion Williamson if he is smart. But he loves the game. He loves basketball. So on that other hand, on that other side of the spectrum, he probably will come back if he can. But the risk there is that if he, if the injury next time is more serious, it could definitely affect his draft stock. So that's just something he's going to have to weigh. Obviously, Mike already mentioned that, you know, he would love to see him play. I would love to see him play too. I would love to see him in March Madness. That'd be amazing. But... For what the risk he's taking now with an injury that's already a you know minor but could get worse on top of the fact that now he's not getting remember he's not getting paid at all and you're gonna go and play ass off in a tournament for a company and a and a um, uh, league basically that's going to make ends and ends of money that you're never gonna see I I just don't think it it would serve him to have ever play another game. And I, I would I would argue that before um, before the injury happened that he should have at some point not played in March Madness because why would you give the NCAA what they want when you're not getting paid to do basically what they're getting you to do like they're not paying you for it so um, 
I'll end with basically I think that he probably will probably end up playing again because he owes it to his teammates and he owes it to the team to at least finish out the regular season. But past the SEC tournament, I do not see him playing. I would think he might consider possibly not playing in March Madness. I'm gonna guess he does. Just like I mean, I'm sure. I, 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 if I'm gonna bet money, I'm not gonna bet money that he doesn't. But if I were him, and if he wanted to do the smartest move, it would be to not play in a tournament that taxing with players that are gonna try way harder than and probably be way better than players in the SEC tournament. Or sorry, the SEC. Um, I keep fucking considering. Um, Kentucky, it's Duke, so the ACC tournament. And even then, that's a tough tournament, so you want to do that on top of March Madness? I don't know. I think he'll end up playing. Um, I think, you know, we won't see the end of Zion in, in college basketball. Um, but I will announce that there looks like um, the NBA will be lowering down their age to 18 uh, for uh, players coming out of high school. Um, I think I just saw a report on that's a potential change and I think that kind of kills the the paying the players to be on in in the in at least NCAA basketball. You know, I think that kind of kills. I'm about to go in on that one too, but keep going. I on. think that completely kills off any um, any potential for for paying. I mean, look, if you don't want to get paid, then you stick with college basketball. If it's if you're worried about you know getting money, go then go go into the league. Um, it doesn't matter to me. At the end of the day, though, the people that should only go into who come out of high school and probably go into, you know, are the you, NBA are probably the top, the top three prospects. No, and I, I would go anywhere from top five to top, top six. No, I don't know. I'd say top three. It's tough, man. The lottery coming out of high school, you can drop dramatically. I think if you're a top three prospect, then that would be about it. If you're outside of that, I would still go to college. I mean, it depends on you and your financial situation and. I'm sure you have belief in, in yourself and be able to go. and But thing, it's a huge difference. The only thing I would say is what's the difference between ranking a player top five? Fit, say he comes out and he's the fifth uh, rated player going in or coming out of the high school season going into potentially college. So if he just goes straight to the NBA, he's a top five pick. No team's not taking him in the top five. If he's the fifth rated player out of high school, yeah, but then there's a lot the of there's a lot of the interviews. There's the combine. There's a lot of things and that can drop and that's, you. And that's all fine, but you can't predict. You can't judge for that. Regardless, if you're a top five pick, why would you take a chance at injuring yourself if you're a top five pick? It makes no like I'm I'm all like I said I'm we're gonna talk not talk about but what Mike brought up with the NBA lowering the age and the paying the players. <laughs> that's the thing. You either pay the players. Or you lower the age. Well, that's one the NBA, of those. That's two, the NBA's problem. No, and that's, I, not I, that's what I'm saying. But, but at the end of the day, like one of those had to happen. You can't have players needing to go one year, force players to play one year in college and not get paid to do it. But then, oh, say, oh, you can't come out of high school when you can possibly make money and not have to worry about you know getting paid. Right and we're talking about that. big money. We're not talking about you know chump change. Dude, there's in the top five picks. Players are getting paid absurd amounts. That's what I'm saying. I mean, even a top a first round pick contract still yeah. worth millions. So but. if you're anywhere in the top five or ten, why would you even consider going to college for one year unless you're going to play four years and you and if you committed yourself. Regardless of whatever, to play four years, fine. But if you're going there with the intention of playing only one year, you might as well just come out of high school. Yeah, we'll see how that works out. Is there anything else you want to say about the, the change of age? <clears throat> only thing I'll say on top of that is um, I would just say that pl- the players just need to make the decision that they think is right if if they have a chance to come out of high school. But 
I did. I just think if any player does from if that happens, if the age gets lowered. If a player comes out of high school and goes to college, he's going for at least <coughs> three to four years. No player now will go for one year ever again. You will, that is the end of that. If I don't that know. changes, I don't think so. I think a player. Who, why look, would you go if you're going to go for college for one year? Why would you just not go to the NBA right out of high school? What because sense maybe you're does not that make? you're not rated. You know, you want to okay, get in the I'm lottery. talking about top five, top ten. You're already but rated if you're top five, top ten. You're saying There's in no general. You're there. saying in general, anybody who goes into college is going to go three to four years, but that's not true. If a player goes into college, and maybe would have been rated maybe a second round pick coming out of high school. Do I need to like? Do I need to like explain this to you? If okay, so so player A and player B. Player A is a top ten prospect. No, out but of high you're school. you're not. He's this is not going what you straight said. to. If but you're, you're going saying for four you're years saying if they go to college, out of high school. But don't. I mean, it, it depends on how you, your first year. You could have come out and lead the league in points, and and you might your your draft type might have you know gone. You might be the number one rated player coming out of college as in, you know after your freshman year. So it just depends on the environment and the way your first year goes, and more likely, you know, all these players that are, you know. Top top fifteen players. My thing is, I just think most of these players coming out that um, coming out, but like not like Zion and all these guys. I think if the option was there to go out of high school, Zion would last year. Zion would not be at Duke right now. Probably not. So that's my point. I mean, you could say RJ about- Barrett probably wouldn't be there. Cam Reddish probably wouldn't either. Half of Duke's team probably wouldn't. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Well, that, three players, that, yeah, that would have been like, top three. Like, that top three players, like that's what I'm saying. Like those players are no, like you're gonna see the four year guys that like build their stock through all four years and get drafted in the twenties, like the Kyle Kuzmas. Those guys are still gonna be there, but the top players out of high school, top five, ten, maybe even fifteen, I could see those guys completely just well, and especially, and going straight to the NBA. Especially now. if you look at somebody like. Um, like uh, Lonzo's little brother, who yeah, who if, potentially may not even be able to play if, in NCAA. If, if he can go directly, yeah, if he can into, go direct to the NBA at eighteen, he should definitely do it. And he's probably a top fifteen pick right now as it stands. I would think, based off what he's shown in the in uh, the leagues and the flashes he's shown, I mean, he's well, at least a first round school, pick. He's definitely a first round pick. Yeah, he. I'm not sure how how he ranked against the current class um, because he's ranked against next year's class. So. But, but I mean, but from just a because this class, this coming class that that's going into the NBA is very talented, very yeah. talented, and, and a lot of these players that are freshmen coming out would possibly have been in the NBA last year if the, if the age was lower. And I think, like I said, I'm not saying one and dones are going to be completely done, but I will say the number I think, will go expen- exponentially down. I'm not I, trying to be like Skip Bayless and make fucking stupid accusations, but I just can't see a lot. <laughs> A player like Zion Williamson's type going into the if the ages are going into college. Well, that's, if he's not playing on Stanford yeah, that's for four years, we know that. Um, like if you I go think, for four years and want to get your education and play basketball and have fun and take that well, risk, do it. But well, if skip not, it. Go what straight to what the, NBA. the NBA should do is either you come out, you come out right when you're 18, but if you go yep. to college, you have to stick there for two years. I would say I would I would take it a step further. I would say you have to stick for three to four. Well, you can't do three to four. You can't do four. Well, I, I'm just saying, like that. I think players make two. a decision. I think two is a good, a good because how, starting because point. Because how much, how messed up is you freaking like these one and dones come in and basically go for a year and then they win a national championship and then they're gone. So then that team and the, and the Dukes will reload. But, but who cares? But they're like, making money off but, of them. But that's what I'm saying. Then then the players got to be like, oh, they're making money off me. I'm not making this money. Why would I waste that year? But at college I think if, if I think there even. should be some sort of. Um, grading scale, like a committee 
that grades you. If you're not graded, wait, hold on. This is all doable. And in the NBA, for players coming out of high school, and if you're not a top 15 pick, like you're not graded a, a lottery pick, then you should not be allowed to come out. Because they're going to have the dumb picks like Jello, Ball. He would have came out directly out of high school. He would not been drafted. You know, there's certain players that I think that would go directly into the draft who should not be going, and it, they would be a disservice where they should be going to college. So there maybe should be a committee that at least provides you a ranking of where you should you're gonna end up going. Kind of like the wonder, like in the NFL, or the well, the wonder, whatever the hell that is. Like, where, I mean, well, it's not necessarily like, great. No, no, kit, it's but, um, no. But the it's NFL like has a, a committee. Who, um, at the end of the season, that provides you a, a, where they project you to go. Yeah, kind of like yeah. that. Do they not do that in the NBA right now? They don't do that. I don't know if they do. And if they don't, that's like my said. That's definitely something they. And it, really, to be doing. honest with you, if you're you're coming out of college as a one year player and you're not in the lottery, you should probably stick to college. You probably you want to get drafted in the lottery. And and without a doubt, but if a player maybe has had. I mean, if there's financial um, issues, if financial we don't know issues anything about their or background. has had a history or an injury that a doctor has said, you know, a after a point that this could be in danger of whatever, and then you got to rate the pros and cons with playing two to three years in in college and maybe getting up another five spots. But how much is that really worth it if you go injure yourself and you're out for the rest of the year and then your stock really? Drops? I know, but this is specifically for college no, high school players. No, and I understand that. And mm-hmm. like I said, my my final thoughts are: I think. That one and probably interesting. not be done, but they're gonna be cut significantly. What's gonna be interesting is when this rule, if it ever changes in the NBA, where they allow the age to be eighteen. Imagine the the prospects from college and basketball and high school at the same time going to that one draft. It's gonna be pretty stacked. Oh no, without a doubt. And then you're gonna have the four year players that have done really well that have built. Well, I'm like talking about the five. one year, the one like Zion. Let's say the NBA changes right now yeah. for the coming draft that uh, and high school that players are, players and, that are ending high school this year, same year as Zion's and 20 Zion. Yeah. Could you imagine? See, that where they're gonna crazy. go. Yeah, I I would probably stay. I'd probably go to college for a year then because you're not gonna you're gonna probably drop a few. But then there's gonna be, top there, but there is gonna be a few prospect. players like that that are gonna make the choice to go to high school. And, and then, then and then after that there's gonna be less. So and then the play. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Is the people the team later in the lottery are going to be getting some really good prospects right, right there you know 8 to 15 right so it'd be interesting uh, but moving on uh, we want to I want to bring up Zo um, you know Lonzo Ball Lonzo Ball um, with him not potentially coming back and potentially not coming back the rest of the season yeah uh, uh, I don't I think there's more than a high potential He if if the best case for right now I would say is if the sorry I was eight before I came here, and I'm getting the hiccups now. Um, the thing with Lonzo is if he is healthy, potentially by the last five games of the year, then they could maybe lean him in, and then he could be good for the playoffs. But yeah. if but if he doesn't come, if the Lakers do make the playoffs, and he hasn't really made strides and hasn't played in a game yet, I don't think you can force him into that rotation in the playoffs. No, he hasn't even practiced at this point. So yeah, and it's it's going to be interesting. Um, they said four to six weeks, but from my understanding, is that the four to six week window is was for basically Lakers try to when they were trying to trade Lonzo and all the other, you know Ingram and Kuz so that you know. I did see a report that said, uh, someone made back in uh, beginning of January that said um, I think or not beginning of January like uh, like the twenty eighth or something like that like a couple weeks ago that Lonzo could be. For sure, back by the All Star break, and if not, the worst case is the twenty fifth of November or I'm, February. I'm gonna so I'm, I'm gonna, gonna guess if I had to put money on it, that's 
I don't think Lonzo plays the rest of the season. I would say I, I my guess is that if the Lakers make the playoffs and he hasn't come, if, if he's healthy, like a week before the playoffs and the Lakers make the playoffs, he will have a chance. But if the Lakers don't make the playoffs or if he's not at least practicing towards game action by that last week of the season leading into playoffs, you you can't you can't put him on your roster, or start him because mm-hmm. I mean the. Obviously, if the Lakers made the playoffs at that point, you're going to run with what got you to that point. And then tonight, the Lakers play the Rockets, so yeah, we'll see how that goes. They need to win uh, from and, and from the, our podcast with Harrison Anthony speaking of them, last uh, earlier this week. If you want to check that out, it was a great podcast with them. Um, they said that the Lakers need to win 17 out of the next 25, so it's going to be a tough stretch, especially if Lonzo's not, not playing. But... But the, there's two things. First off, I'm going to uh, start with this. Uh, Anthony brought it up. Every team seems to get healthy against the Lakers. Every single time. Clint Capella hasn't played for how long, and now he's making his return. And who are they playing? The Los Angeles Lakers. So it's just kind of convenient how all these players get healthy against the Lakers and then you know have their best game of the year against the Lakers all the time. But that's another matter for a different day. If LeBron comes and plays like Le- playoff LeBron... He will will this team to the playoffs. Lonzo will not be needed. Now, in the playoffs, that's a different story. But playoff LeBron for 25 games will lead this team to the playoffs. And I'm making now, that prediction right now. I don't care if Lonzo comes back or if he doesn't. So today they play the Rockets. And Saturday they play the Pelicans. That'll they're, be a win. They're, they're, that's a 2-0 start. I think they will beat the Rockets tonight at home. And I'm going to go... I'm going to go 1-1. I think they lose to the Rockets and they beat the Pelicans. They are not going to lose to the Rockets at home, and you can mark this right fucking now. Uh, we'll they will not discuss it again Pelicans. tomorrow when we find out if that happens. They um, they'll beat the, the Grizzlies, so 2-1. and one. I'll put it this way. I'll, I'll rephrase Hold on. That. I'm going to go through this again. Okay, go. Okay, so, uh, so they play the Rockets, the, the Pelicans, the Grizzlies. I have that 2-1. and one. They play the Pelicans again. That's 3-1. and one. The Bucks. At, it's at home. Both It's at home. So... I can go either way. I'm going to go, they lose, so 3-2. So they've now lost to the two hard teams. I think they at least split one of those, but keep going. 3-2. They play the Suns. That's a win. That's 4-2. I think Clippers, they can win. 5-2. Nuggets, another tough one. At home. I'll give I'll give it to them on that one. 6-2. Celtics at home. Celtics at home. I'll give it to Celtics. So, uh, what was that? 6-3. Uh, no the Bulls, 7-3. The Raptors, tough game. That one's in trial. That's a that's, game. I can, that's a game I can see them losing. All seven, those games four. against the good teams at home, I could easily see them winning all of them because they're at home, and this team will be exponentially different. With that's what their you energy. think. We'll see. We'll they're, see. They're gonna have to be. Well, they, that's what I wanted. The, day, the end of the day, LeBron has to come sit down with his players, the the, the players that they're about to trade, and kind of re-engage with them, no, get them energized. And that's exactly what's gonna happen. But I fully believe LeBron will do it. He had a way worse cast with the fucking Cavaliers, and he willed that team to the fucking playoffs. This team's way more. I talented. don't think. And they literally, when they were going well, fully healthy, minus Lonzo, were basically winning at, at eight, nine games over 500 clip. Like, if, if this team can get it done. LeBron it's, and Ingram and Kuz need to step up. I think those are the three major players. Of course, and I believe and they Especially will. with Zoe with out. So, I, I think if they that's... Don't, if they don't, they're going to be in for a hell of a fucking offseason. And, this and to be honest with you, different. it wouldn't surprise me if Lonzo, even if he is healthy and he shuts himself down because he doesn't play for Luke Walton. And what his dad's saying... I don't think he'll do that. I, he is a professional, but if he if he's looking, look, and it, it's possible that you know these players are all gone. We may not even see another Lonzo playing for the Lakers ever again. I mean, this offseason gets traded. If he doesn't play this season for twenty five games, he doesn't play any of these, and they'll make the playoffs. He he could be gone, and 
And the thing is, once they make the playoffs, the things change. Playoffs. Once you're in the playoffs, it's different. I mean, you're you're zero and zero again. And I'll just say, if Lonzo doesn't come back, I mean, that's that's fine. That means the Lakers probably acquired either Anthony Davis, Kyrie, and probably two big free agents because that's the only way Lonzo's not on the team. If they did only one free well, agent, I mean, Lonzo, they're not trading that young core until I they have three if stars they, in if, mind. If you, they don't have you know, Lonzo, that means they trade for AD. That's what I'm saying. They, get, they, get, they get a free agency commit and then say, all right, now we're going to trade at the end for of the, the day, piece. End of the day, this summer, they, I, in my opinion... I don't think they. I, I think they need to. This. I think they need to acquire Anthony Davis. Make a run now, even if. Look, at the end of the day, you're gonna end up getting some sort of star this free agent if you go that route. And I think they can get two stars. I think they trade for AD, and they also go and get a yeah, free agent. But I, I think. Too, but I think you need to trade your young core now. But at this I, point. but I will say on that that reverse axis, if they don't get a star in free agency, you can't trade the young core yet. You have to. Make a trade, whether it, for, well, you better for do le- lesser pieces, to get a Bradley Beal or something, and then you go chase Andy Davis in the next year's trade. That because would be a disappointment. It would me. be a disappointment, but you're still going to have at least two years, possibly if LeBron signs up for another year with an option, at least another but two or three years I, of LeBron. And with the Warriors losing, for sure, probably KD next year, all LeBron needs, all LeBron's going to need is one player at best, maybe a second one. But well, that, that's just to get into, you know... I don't know. It's going to be tough. We'll see how, how it goes. I, I think they need to get the stars now and stop wasting time. LeBron's, his his career's at the dead end of it. He's not in his that, prime how, anymore. But how many times have we said that? Oh, LeBron's slowing down, and then he goes and does what LeBron did last year and wills that team to the fucking he's, finals. We'll see this, this I'm just season. saying, until I see LeBron miss a full season with injury, I'm not saying taking anything off of missing 17 games with a That's funny because you were the most hater, the Yeah, the but you know what? We cannot, we, cannot, we cannot make... <laughs> If LeBron is safe with the Cavs, would we still be building this narrative that he's towards the end of his career? It's all I'm asking. Because Probably. it's funny how this narrative if, if, changed if, if conveniently the... when he became a Laker. Conveniently now he can't stay healthy. Conveniently now Wait. he blows teams up. Conveniently now. I think... So did he do it in the past or did he not? Because I don't know. I feel it, like... If he, if he doesn't do it now, he didn't do it in the past. They at least had an, um, Kevin Love with the Cavs. And these young bucks haven't really pulled out anything. It also doesn't help that this team was built with really quirky free agents this past season. No, I know they provided one-year contracts. That so they team get still, out. as constituted, was better than anything LeBron had last year with the Cavs. Yeah, but he was also playing a very easy, easy division. He was playing the East. He this is the West. I mean, it's that's fine. Different. And he still was twenty-one and fourteen before he got hurt on Christmas Day. They were like at the fourth seed in. But that's going what I'm up. saying. Going and look. At the end of the day, he and he had they, a fucking cast. End of the day, we, cast of misfits. End of the day, we got to look at who are the Kings are playing and who are the Clippers are playing. We need you guys need to get above at least one of those. Oh, Clippers will fall out. We have two games against them. We win both of those, and we're going to be in the driver's seat. I believe we at least can win one of those. So that's going to make us at least a game. I'm going to assume you guys. And the Kings at some point will have to fall off. I don't know. They have a young core. I mean, they have a I young like. core, but they have a lot of. But that's the thing. They don't have a LeBron. They don't have a guy True. that. They don't have a veteran on that team to lead them. So at some point, like things don't go right, they lose a game or two. That could spiral. I also think they have no pressure. I think that's the opposite with the and Lakers. That's fine. At some point, LeBron's gonna start breathing down your throat. That's huh. true. So we'll see. That's well, true. We'll uh, slow day in the NFL news. Nothing really. Uh, there was a report yesterday. I saw that um, that Bell Lavelle. Evian Bell is it's 260 pounds. pounds, which I don't know if that's a team just trying to devalue him. Um, there was a report that today that the Jets um, think uh, he might be overweight, which I don't even know how they got that information. 
Um, it could be the Jets are just trying to devalue him. Yeah, that's probably exactly. That's what probably doing. what's happening. Um, because there was a report again, another report. Here comes the rumors, the offseason rumors, um, that Bell wants in his first two years fifty million dollars. What team? I mean, besides you're probably giving him his guarantees up front. What team's paying him that in two years? I I don't think he's worth that. No, I saw. I think you're referring to what uh, a tweet we saw on Twitter about that. It said essentially you get paid what fifty million and no, that's what he years. wants. That's what he's looking yeah. for the first two years, fifty so, million. So he's probably looking. I mean, I mean, he's probably gonna sign a four year deal, probably approximately. He's probably looking around seventy million dollars in that four year deal. I'm not sure what the guarantees we, are. Um, I think I saw. Um, over the clock uh, uh, guy, over the cap guy, and he said he potentially looks at um, about fifty million overall with thirty million guaranteed in a four-year contract. I'm not sure where Bell's getting this, unless you know a team that's overvaluing him, like the Jets might. That's exactly Jets or the Colts might provide that, but the Jets are already kind of devalue. You know, they're trying to lose. Sounds like they're trying to debunk, trying to lower his his actual worth. So we'll see. We'll see in the next couple weeks how this transpires. I don't know. It's Bell scares me a little bit. I think that he could be the draft, like this free agency, um, you know, bust. It wouldn't surprise me if he ended up being the bust. I so. mean, I mean, he could, but the dude, is, when he's healthy and has been on the field and has played damn near 16 games, is 15, 1600 yards, 10, anywhere from 10 to 15 touchdowns a year. Like that, you pay that guy a decent chunk of money, not 25 million, but you pay him 15, 20 million a year. Easily. The th- other thing is, what incentives probably close could, to twenty five million? Could it be that he, like he said, if he doesn't get the contract that he thinks he deserves, that he'll just retire and not take a contract anywhere? Because I don't, I don't, I don't want know why a team would pay it. And he might be top. He's a top three back. At the end of the day, players get overpaid all the time. And not running play- backs though. Running backs don't. See, I see three running backs are gonna break that mold. And Todd, one's already broken that mold, Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley's contract's not huge. He had, his contract's only a little bit bigger than the Adrian Peterson. I'm not, I'm not talking about big, but how many how many years is it for, and how old is he? He's he's just, like 23, and he already signed a, like a five year deal, and okay, it's not so it's not a big. Le'Veon Bell's 26, right? 26. Seven. Oh, oh, by the way, Mike, um, I gotta bring this up. Antonio Brown's 30, by the way. He turns 31 before the season That's starts. That's fine, but then you made him 32 at some point. Too. He's 32 next season. At the season. end of the day, the dude's. No, no, no! Stop! His, stop! His stop, 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 stop! 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 Before the season, season, before his birthday's in July. Before the season starts, that's fine. That's that's a that's three months after the free agency deadline. That's the, the that's so, in th- so, three so just months. Just because he turned a year old, you think he's gonna regress that much? The dude's still yeah. the best receiver in the league. I, I, if he's, if I'm he, not saying I'm not. I'm, 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 no, 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 no! Stop! 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 That's some bullshit that you brought up right now. That's some bullshit because I said 32 next season, which is true. He starts okay, 32. Season, but at the end of the day, he's... he turns 31 in July. Okay, that's fine. So, so you're the one bringing it up. All right, let me. Look you're up trying to say time. he turns 30 this season. I already know. I already do his research. All right. Well, I'm just saying I would pay Le'Veon Bell top running back money because Le'Veon Bell hasn't shown that he's not worth that. Him, Zeke, and Gurley are the three best running backs in the game, and until they fall off, you pay them. So some team will give him five years, and like I said, he may fall off after I think... two or three of those years, but. Until he's 30-plus, I'm going to pay the guy what he's worth. For the next three years, he's still a top-five running You back. also got to think, though, the Steelers have one of the best offensive lines in the past five years. And that's fine. They have, the Colts, they've had a great the center, Col- great guard. The Colts, the Colts just showed they have a great offensive line. The Jets have shown they can be a great offensive line. But the Jets have not. The Colts have. I will give but you the that. Jet, but the Jets will get... Uh, Le'Veon Bell can make 
chicken, chicken, um, chicken salad, chicken shit. The dude has the moves. Like he's one of those bats that can get his own yards. So you just need to put something in front of him. Literally anything other than a, a line, basically not blocking in front of him, and he will be fine. He's like Ezekiel Elliott. Ezekiel Elliott can make shit happen. Todd Gurley can make shit well, the happen. Difference, you pay those guys because the difference they make with, shit happen. With Bell is he's able to, you know, hold, you know, wait, provide time before and he hits the hole. Go. That's the good thing. But he has one of the best offensive line his entire career. Lord. Personally, I wouldn't pay him what he wants. I think I, I I'm, would, not, I'm not saying I would, teams would pay I'd him rather, what he wants, but at the end of the day, the dude, some team's gonna pay him what he wants eventually. because there's a team that's gonna be desperate and there's a team that's gonna need a running back. At the end of the day, that's gonna happen. Now you may not think that he will be flourish in that team, and that's fine. But to act like he isn't gonna get his money, I'm not saying he won't worth it. I'm not saying he won't. I'm just saying he's gonna be a bust because he's gonna get that big contract. So he's gonna be a bust for what? For what his contract's worth? Because I don't think he's gonna be a bust as far as stats. The dude's still gonna put up fifteen, sixteen hundred yards. Maybe that's not what you want from a dude you're paying twenty five million for. But that's plenty for what for having a franchise running back. Like you act like he's a bust. Like we're t- I, when I think of bust, I think of Jamarcus Russell. I think of um, of uh, Cody Kessler. I no, think I'm of, talking uh, about contract bust. Okay, well, contract bust is fine, but at the end of the day, that's the price of doing business. At the end of the day, you have to pay the dudes. Not running pay. backs. I'd rather go out. Look at the look at the, the I, previous. You, look I'll at t- the previous. Why did the Steelers? What not running keep back them? are you finding in this year's draft or the Colts or the Jets that's better than Le'Veon Bell is right now? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying and, you and can get two. You can get two. You me. can get two running backs that make the same that do the same yardage as as Bell. I mean, maybe if you're lucky, you know what Le'Veon Bell is going to give I'm looking, you. Look at, look you don't at know the, what any of these guys are going to do. I'm like, looking we at the history. Talking about this with the NCAA. I'm just saying, at the end of the day, you're you're overvaluing a position that doesn't need to be valued. Like I said, there's players that are cha- the the Cowboys arguably their most important player last year was Ezekiel Elliott. The Rams arguably their most important player last year was Todd Gurley. The um, Chargers their most arguably their most important player than Philip Rivers was Melvin Gordon. And who, did those were those all free agents? Were they no? But Le'Veon they got Bell, drafted. I, I would put Le'Veon Bell in that mix too. I know Kim, Kamara as well. You could put that in there. So there you, you go. Uh, you can put so there's McCaffrey. plenty of running backs that are going to get paid. So why not Le'Veon Bell? Uh, you can say McCaffrey. Because he's 27. You can if he say, was 25, would you be saying this? Man, you go out and get Frank Gore and get a thousand yards out of him at 35. You I'm, pay a million I, I, and I'm, half. I'm not going to pay Frank Gore anything at 35. I'd, That's I'd all I'm saying. Money for three or four years. I, Bell. At least I know he's not going to be injured. I know he's going to, you know, I mean, Who, the end Frank of the day. Gore? Yeah. Le'Veon Bell has. I just told I'm you that doesn't have an injury history. Yes, he did. He's he had has one. He has one injury. But that's what I'm saying. Dude, get out of here, man. You get, get out of here. You always value, here. overvalue players. All right. Well, it's going to be funny when Le'Veon Bell is still going three get... in rushing the next four or five years. No, he won't. He'll have two good seasons and then his career's over. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll see who's right. We'll see who's I right. know who's right. I'm always right. Oh, yeah, because you, you were right about Baker Mayfield, right? I said. I never said I didn't like him. The draft. I said he was the best player in the draft. I don't, I said, I didn't I don't know that I yet. Like I don't know that yet. Who? He's had one year in the, year, in the league. All right, man. These uh, other quarterbacks haven't even developed yet. You you love playing devil's advocate. And provide me five years of, co- of 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 information, and we could go back to it. All right. I still like Sam Darnold, and he had he had he had no talent around him. See, you got nothing for it. Where you got no, go? no, no no talent, no talent. Robbie Anderson's not a talent. No, he's not a number one receiver. Isaiah Corral got cut. Isaiah Corral got cut because he's making too much money, not he, because he sucks. No, because he's injured all the time. They were playing with third by halfway through the season. They had the third running back starting. For fuck's sake, Mike! The Browns had Carlos Hyde as a running back before Nick Chubb came out. Jarvis Landry, other than Jarvis Landry, they didn't have Josh Gordon. They didn't, like 
Baker had Baker not, had didn't a have a whole lot more than Darnold had, and he did Jarvis a Landry. He had Najuku. He Najuku had didn't come out to like Antonio the last couple Callaway. Weeks. Uh, we talking about Najuku played the whole season. Yeah, but he didn't really start coming out and playing well until yes, like the he last did. five. He's played. He, he was Bro, a top I played fantasy football. I know for a fact he wasn't doing shit until like week eight. He week was. Nine. Uh, okay, go Antonio Callaway. Uh, you got three backs, Duke Johnson. I wouldn't call you Antonio got a receiving Callaway, back. Rob, I wouldn't call Antonio Callaway, Robbie Anderson, or any of the guys, or Quincy Anumwa, or any of those okay. other guys on the Jets. So what Jets uh, tight end? What Jets tight end has has Nujuku stats, or even uh, uh, there's Austin there's, Safarian Jenkins was putting up pretty now, decent numbers. Oh, really? You know what team? You should Google what team he was on last year. He was on the Jets. No, last he wasn't. Year. He was on the Jags. He was on the no. Google him right now. We got Chase right here. So this is why this, the NFL is my sport. I know my shit. I swear to God, if he was on the Jets, I swear to God, if he was on the Jets, he was on the Jags. He got cut. He literally just got cut from the Jaguars. So I just got Chase. He's googling it right okay, now. Okay, so Sam Darnold didn't even have him. Oh, he's googling. Oh, he just he okay. just exited right, out. He nice. just saw it. End of the day. I, 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 end of the day, I you cannot don't, believe you think Le'Veon Bell is going to be a bust of a player. I think he's twenty-seven I think, years old. I think he can be a bust. It's a huge. I'm not saying he can't be a bust, but I would not. Me, I would not bet on him being wants, a bust in three years. But look, he wants double the contract as Todd Gurley, and he's for the most part played like it, dude. He's played double the player as Todd Gurley. He's literally has pl- been the best player on that team. It's been a reason they made the playoffs. How many? They literally didn't have him last year, and they didn't make the fucking playoffs. I'm just saying. Le'Veon Bell is on that team that it's not 12, like James, games. Look, James Conner is not... Look, look, hold on, Bell hold does on. a lot for your team. Hold on. James Conner, I agree. James Conner is not Le'Veon Bell, but don't say that he's a, some sort of smut. I'm not saying he's smut, but at the end of the day, like they had Did essentially it? minus Le'Veon Bell the exact same team, and they didn't make the playoffs, and Le'Veon Bell was the difference. So so, so who's wrong here? So, who, so who's wrong? I don't know. I mean, compared to... I mean, he had 12 touchdowns, James Conner... Like this past season, so it's not like look. End of the day, he's gonna get paid. Obviously, there's something he's not doing Bell, that Le'Veon Bell was doing because they won four more Bell, games most of the time. Look, Bell was Bell's on the field. gonna get his contract. I understand that some team is gonna overspend on a running back. You can, dude. Running back is such an important position nowadays. It gets the offense going. Todd this, Gurley, oh, Melvin Gordon. We're in a passing league. Look, at the end of the day, the quarterback's important. You know what? We're in the day of. We're day of the running back being a dual threat. If you want, yeah, if you, want you to do that, that you dual need, threat. You need a yeah. You and need, Le'Veon Bell is a dual threat. You need two, three running backs at the, this point. Ask Look. the Cowboys how they needed two running backs. They get, they yeah, the and they have load. a very old style offense with the last season. They didn't, they didn't run these new style and, offenses. Look, yeah, you guys made the playoffs. It, it doesn't true. matter. And then you're gonna put him in a new style offense. That's gonna be scary. The fact that Zeke put up those numbers yeah. in that offense, I'd be scared to see him in a fucking good system, which they probably will have a way better system this year. So if we want to go, if we Look, want to go there, you're also thinking you got one year removed from playing Bell. Who we don't know his weight, we don't know anything on it. We'll we'll see. He will get his contract. I do. I think he ends up getting exactly what he wants. No, I think it'll be a little lower, and it'll probably be a little towards what Bell got. I'm sorry, not what Bell got, what Gurley got. Even David Johnson got a pretty affordable contract. He's even lower than 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 that. So we'll see. I'm not saying I'm not saying love a. a Team should overpay for him, but at the end of the day, you if you have to overpay for a damn good running back, you and I'm not just saying damn good as in serviceable, like top five running back, you do. Maybe he's not worth it at his age right now, but he's still shown plenty that proves he can live up to something close to that. 
and he's not going to fall completely off. That's all I'm trying to say. I'm just saying you're acting like Le'Veon Bell is freaking a dude that hasn't played a good NFL career. No, and I get it. You pay you pay him for what he's going to do for you in the future, but there's nothing other than one uh, leg injury that shows me that he's not going to give me 15, 16, and upwards of almost 16, 1,700 yards and 10 to 15 touchdowns. And that's what you want out of a player paying 20 plus million for. Look, end of the day, he's going to get his money, and we'll see how it how it works out for that team long term. I, I, there's not too many teams that Le'Veon Bell could go to and not be successful. I think literally the only two My, right now would probably be the but would probably be the Jacksonville if Jaguars he's looking for and maybe the Raiders. That's about if, the only two teams I think he goes to and he could be maybe lesser of what he was. But if he goes to any other team, he's gonna exceed. I mean, the Raiders would make sense, but and they make sense. But like I said, that's a team that's gonna overpay for him and then may like you said maybe bust out. But that's one of the few. Like for the most part, the team that most likely signs him. He's gonna be fine. The Jets. He's gonna. He's gonna. I guarantee you. He's gonna make Sam Darnold a top ten fantasy quarterback next year if he signs with the Jets. And then on top of that, if he goes to the Niners, I guarantee you Jimmy Garoppolo all we're of a sudden already, becomes a lot more better stuck than with he already a is. Big, big time. We paid a big contract. Paid, yeah. McKinnon. And and you want to talk about bad contracts? That's a bad contract. No, it's not. We can get out now. He's already hurt. He's already had, he has more of a injury history than Le'Veon Bell does. We already can get out with with only minimal dead cap space. It's and like that, four and million. That's fine, but you want to talk about injured players? But I'm talking about contracts. I, you guys could really I'm use talking about Le'Veon contract. Bell right now. We won't. We also have Brita. I would. I love Brita. I would not. I will tell you right now, Le'Veon Bell will have better numbers in the next four years than Matt Brita. Well, Matt Brita is going to be the backup. Matt Brita will fall fat on his face this year. Okay, well, if he's the backup, then who's your starter? If McKinnon, if you get rid of McKinnon, who's your starter? But we're not getting. I'm saying if we if we needed to, we can cut McKinnon. Okay, but you better do it soon. If you're not doing it now, then when are you going to do it? We can do it anytime. We do it next season. Look, we're going to give him healthy. You can't. He's healthy now. He's going to be healthy. He tore his ECL before the season started. Mike. I, I I know you love your Niners and I, I get it. Look, I'm not a fanboy like you. But you, you though, know you would, you know you would take Le'Veon Bell on your team. Sure, on a good contract. You would take him. Period. If your team paid twenty million dollars for him, you would. No, be fine I wouldn't. With not it. a twenty million dollar contract. I would not. He's better than anything you have right I'd now. Those... And and I don't care if they're lesser worth. It's because they're lesser worth because they're not good. Like Le'Veon Bell is good. That's the point. You pay you know, the between... good running backs what they're worth. Between that, three running, going to pay Zeke five to six years at twenty plus million. Probably not this year, but next year because he's that damn good. Running backs in this league are undervalued, and it's really a fucking shame. No, it's not. This it is really is a shame. The, the, why is it that the NFL has not changed? They have the value of running backs the past fifteen because years they, have not gone up. It's they, been gone they, down because they literally ignore the fact that these guys are literally no, guys that can play for ten to twelve can, years in the league. Because you can replace them. You may not get this. Yes, you can. Not, uh, literally, you cannot, the Steelers replaced him already. Did they make the playoffs? No, but their issue was not only offense; their issue was on defense as well. Oh, you kill me. Well, your backup, literally, James Carter ran for had twelve touchdowns rushing this past season, and they didn't make the playoffs. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell did something in that offense, whether it's blocking, whether it's pass protection, or whatever the fuck it is, because that team made the playoffs and won four more games. The difference with is exactly the same. James Conner is getting team. paid like a million same dollars. Offense. So having having Bell for twenty yeah. well, is going to right, make. Well, well I'll tell you right you now, James Conner's not going to be worth less than a million dollars for too much longer. Yeah, they have three, 15, He still million. has he still has years on his contract. And I'm telling you, he's going to end up like Le'Veon Bell in a year or two if they decide to franchise him and well, not give him any. He still has two years, and then they have a franchise, and then from there they can move on. Look, uh, end of the I'm, day, I'm just saying, like if you, like, why I, is it that his own teammates didn't like him? Because he wanted to get paid. 
And I don't know. I feel like he wants to get paid. If any other dude, look, at the end of the day, I can look any team running backs. Like we can keep talking about this and keep talking about this, but running backs are over. They're not going to be valued. They're not. You can always find running backs in the draft. I, I I agree to that extent. If we're not talking about Le'Veon Bell, if we're not talking about Melvin Gordon, if we're not talking about Todd Gurley, but when we're talking about Le'Veon Bell, you're not gonna. I'm telling you right now, if a team thinks they can find a, any dude in the next three to four years in any of these drafts that's half puts up half of what Le'Veon Bell has put up already in his NFL career and will continue to put up, then they should go for it. But I will tell you that that is probably not likely. Le'Veon Bell is a special talent and when the players are special and talented you pay them i don't care what position they play and he's basically a receiver and a running back because he does both like if you want to pay these quarterbacks all this money that's fine and i was having this conversation with carson the other day like these quarterbacks like nick Foles and um uh what's his face from last year um god who fucking got all that money that shouldn't have gotten paid not kirk cousins but the other guy mike you should know you, you know football what what, what team I don't. I, that's what are you talking about? Who got a big contract? What quarterbacks got big contracts last year? Uh, Case Keenum, Case Kirk Keenum. Cousins, Kirk Cousins. But another, there was another one, wasn't there? There was one more guy, right? I'll look at. Look, here's a good example. Who's the running back for the for the Broncos this season who got my undrafted free agent? Philip Lindsay. But how many times are you gonna get, expect a Phil undrafted free agent to come out of nowhere? I mean, Matt Breida. Bank on that all the Matt time. Matt Breida lead led the league for half a season this past season, and he was an undrafted free agent as well. I. I I, 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 mean, I can give you countless examples. But, but, but if you, but if you want to go that route, we can go Tony Romo, undrafted free agent. Yeah. Quarterbacks are the same. Any player in what the NFL cor- can be replaceable. Can, yeah, not exactly. just running back. Yeah. So true. Why, but look, so quarterbacks. If, you're gonna, if you were paying a quarterback harder. 20, 25 million, if he was the, basically the fucking core of your team and was the reason to your success, like Le'Veon Bell was at Steelers, why are you not paying him that money, but you're paying big men that money? Because quarterbacks take you to the Super Bowl. See that that's a myth that we need to debunk. Because, well, it's true. Look guys, at Tom Brady. I'll tell you, Tom Brady. Look, Aaron Rodgers has won a Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers. I'll, I'll Big tell you right Ben's now. Big Ben's won too. Aaron Rodgers, Joe Flacco, Drew Brees, and God, who's the last one? Um, not Tom Brady. I mean, Peyton Manning. Has Peyton won. Manning all won a Super Bowl in which their team defense was the reason that they won that Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is not because of their defense won the you Super Bowl. You do not remember how good that defense it was It was a good defense, the but they won because of Aaron Rodgers. They won because of Aaron Rodgers. I, I will say I need to revisit and see how that game ended, but unless Aaron Rodgers let a come-from-behind drive, the defense made the plays at the end Look, of that game. Look, but that I'm running back. Where's the running back? Where are they so important? They should be getting paid the best, right? So what's the difference? The, look, and they quarterback and defense is what wins Super Bowls. I mean, we can argue this forever that the Look, quarterback, you, quarterbacks. There's only countless amount of Super Bowl winning teams that I'll, have had a shitty quarterback and a good defense. There's about I'll three. Put it, I'll put it this three. way: there's six teams in the from the playoffs last year that, if it wasn't for their running backs, would not have been in the playoffs. I think all teams had a good quarterback in this past playoffs. Drew Brees would not have had the half the year he had if he did not have Alvin Kamara and Mark Ingram. Last two years, and that's that's a Drew Brees. When did the run game was not existent? Did you see I mean, what happened? I'm not taking anything from Drew Brees. He had. I'm just saying, like Drew Brees could did, could not win him that game because he had no run game. And Mark Ingram is going to be a free agent. And the cow, get the, cow, the Cowboys, Zeke got shut down, and I love Dak to death, but Dak couldn't overcome Zeke getting shut down. Running backs are important. They're not. I'm not saying they should be getting paid twenty. Every one that's good for a couple years should get paid twenty twenty five million. But if their talents like Ezekiel Elliott, Melvin Gordon, Todd Gurley, you know, Le'Veon hope, Bell, you pay him you know twenty to twenty-five million. You know, I hope Bell gets that big contract because if, Zeke follows and gets that big contract, and you're paying oh Dak no, and, thirty-five million, and, and you're and, paying twenty-five million. And for I, I, I would, I would gladly pay both of them that money because that's 
That's we'll that, that's they're the key to our success right now. And if you want to hate on deck, that's fine. But the dude hasn't even touched what he could possibly be, and he had it already has had a greater whatever, three years than a lot look, of rookies. You should be hoping years. that that Bell gets a lower contract than he's requesting. I'll tell so you right now. I'll Zeke tell you. I will, I will absolutely hundred percent tell you right now. I don't care how much Le'Veon Bell gets paid. That is not at all going to affect what Zeke gets paid. It Zeke's going to get paid. Probably less than whatever Le'Veon Bell no. gets, even if it's $25 million. He's going to get paid get more. Paid, no, he will he, not get paid more. The Cowboys will pay him a lot of guarantee, but per year, he will not get paid well, I more. Thought, when, I thought he's worth it, though. I thought he, the No, he's 100% worth, worth it, it, but it, that's not going to set the market for the it running will set. It will set the market. Because Le'Veon Bell's a free agent. But do you think Le'Veon Bell's a the, better... Todd Gurley's contract is what they're going to look at with Zeke. No, they won't. They'll go off... You go off the top back. He wants to beat the top back per year. He is not. Zeke has never came out and said that he wants to get. But that's paid what all all agents money. are looking at. You're looking at the top posi- top of the position. If he's if he's five or six, look, I think Gurley is getting fourteen mil a year, and 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 uh, Bell wants to get twenty to twenty five. He wants to be paid like a quarterback. That's if, a huge difference. I will pay Zeke no twenty five million or less a year. If if Le'Veon Bell gets twenty five million, Zeke's getting right about that. He's not getting more than twenty five million. And I and you can tell, you will, can mark that right now on this podcast. He will not get more than twenty five million. He may get twenty five point one with like more guaranteed money, but he's not gonna get thirty fucking million. No, it's no, not it'll be happen. it'll be a, a little bit, but it'll be a little more. I mean, it'll be by technicalities, but it's gonna be what maybe five. But yeah, that's what they're gonna look. At. They're not more. gonna be looking at Gurley, which is com- a completely well. Right difference. now, he's obviously set the. If Zeke signed right now, then then that would be different than than if he beat yeah. if he beat if the, if the Cowboys were smart, they probably. I'm not saying if they're smart, if because I, I wouldn't pay Zeke yet, and I would probably wait it out. But if they work, anyways, we'll, uh, we're gonna let it go, and we hope you guys listen to us tomorrow. We have a special guest. Yep, Vincent Sabirio from Bleacher Report. Bye. <laughs>